Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and our next guest in the studio is Dr. Nicholas Calandra of Beacon Chiropractic and Performance. Welcome to Radio Entrepreneurs. Jonathan, thanks for having me. Well, because we're so transparent here and because we like to share information, I'm going to say that Dr. Nick has had his hands on me. Um, and, uh, you know, great hands, uh, you know, guy with tension running up and down the spine. And uh, in our first meeting, uh, uh, you know, in, in full disclosure at the um, uh, Boston Ski and Sports uh, Expo, um, Dr. Nick had a booth set up there and he was putting his hands on people and briefly uh, giving a sense of what he can do. So uh, with that said, there's your first endorsement. It was a wonderful experience. I actually came home and said, oh, I can now, you know, I, actually driving home from the show, I could say I could actually turn left and right and, and see oncoming traffic. So <laughs> it, was, it was an immediate benefit. Uh, but you want to tell people a little bit about your, your practice and what it is that you do? Because you're a little bit yeah. different than a typical uh, traditional chiropractic. I think when people think about uh, what's, what's the phrase that people use uh, for chiropractic? The, Snap, I like uh, to call uh, it the, yeah, the rack'em and crack'em chiros. Yeah. And so crack it's a little, yeah, so. a little different than that. Yeah. Well, I guess a lot of it different. Um, so yeah, I'm more of a, a rehab chiropractor. So if you, the easiest way to explain it is, you know, all the, if, if people are familiar with the adjustment and, and the manual therapy that goes on at a traditional chiropractic clinic. And then, so like all the benefits of that, and then all of the benefits of, of PT and, and the rehab exercise all mashed into one is um is what we kind of classify this new breed of of rehab chiro um so that's that's how i how i practice um so i still do the normal like you know adjustments and stuff that most chiropractors do but my sessions predominantly focus on getting people out into the gym space in the clinic and moving around and you know focusing on exercises that are going to be the thing that gets them the outcome in the long term so you know it's interesting because that um, having been one who's been through plenty of PT and and some chiropractic uh, um, and also other modalities of, of rehab, um, you know it's not all that different. I was a, uh, a youth baseball coach for a lot of years, and one of the things I used to say to parents, they'd say, "Well, how come Johnny's not getting any better?" And my simple answer was, "How much time does Johnny spend outside of you know our formal practices working on his skills?" And the answer you usually got was, "Not a lot." Say, well, mm -hmm. that's why Johnny's not getting any better at, at, at what he's doing. And I, I think it's probably the same in your world. Um, you know, if the, the more active participants patients are in their own care, um, the, 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 the faster and the better they're going to see progress, I would take. Um, so if, if they come in and they get an adjustment, yes, there's going to be some, you know, immediate benefit, but that lasting benefit is going to come from changing patterns and changing habits and uh, the rehab component. So it, it seemed to me that you've got a really interesting approach there where they, they, you know, you want patients to be active participants in their own care. A hundred percent. And so, yeah, I definitely, if, if, you know, and not to like say that the adjustments are, are bad or that they don't work, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's one small piece of, of my practice and, and that, yeah, it helps kind of like, I use this analogy a lot, like turn the thermostat down on the pain and allows us a, a window of opportunity where we can go move with less pain or, or even pain-free in, in some cases, um, and follow it up with, with movement patterns that are going to be the thing that, you know, get them that result. So it's, it's a lot different. And, and I do agree with you that the, the patients who are the most successful are the ones who definitely do stuff outside of, of the, of the clinic. So, you know, in a normal chiropractic office, and I say normal, like the, the rack'em and crack'em people, um, that the appointments are maybe five to 10 minutes long. Um, I spend an hour with people. So it's, it's a much more in-depth dive into the, the movement part and, 
you know, it's, it, it allows me to show them exactly what they're going to do at home. I'm not just like handing them a sheet of exercises or like running to the next patient being like, Oh, just do this. Like, no, no, no. We're going to actually like spend, you know, 40 minutes going over exactly what you're going to do at home. So you don't have any questions and you know, exactly what the expectations and what the plan is for the other hours in the week. Right. Cause there may people only come in to see me maybe one to two times a week. So the majority of that progress is made actually outside of the clinic. And we use the the in-session to kind of just steer the ship and make sure that it continues going in the right direction. And keep moving in the, as you say, in the right direction. I know this is probably a very difficult question to ask because it's, it depends on the nature of the injury and the severity, but um, length of time that, that people come to see you, is it generally over a six month, 12 month period of time? I mean, hopefully it's for a lifetime because you're doing that much great work in, in, in terms of improving them. But, um, you know, what, what is the minimum expectation? I think people having a mindset that you're going to go to a chiropractor and they're going to fix you in one shot is, is probably a, uh, a, a bad notion or at least a incorrect notion. Um, so people have to be committed to their own care over the long haul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I'd say the, again, it depends on, you're right. It depends on the type of injury and how long that injury has kind of been, been going on. Um, but I would say on average, anywhere between, you know, three and four months, um, in, in a plan of care. So again, the normal chiropractor is kind of this like revolving door model where you just keep coming in for those adjustments and you keep coming in once or twice a week for forever. Um, I like people, but I don't want to see them in my office forever. I want them to go do the thing that they want to do, whether it's skiing or CrossFit or, or running. So I have plans of care that I fit to the specific person in front of me. So that I give them an end date because I know like people, if you tell them like, oh, you're just going to keep coming in until, you know, you get better. It's like, no, no, no. Like that, that's kind of demoralizing for some folks that are, have been dealing with this for a long time. So it's like, Hey, you know what, over the next three months, we're going to do, you know, 18 sessions and we're, we're, this is the outcome that we're looking for. And by the end of this, this is what we're going to achieve. And so giving people an end date that, you know, they, they can look forward to and that they know that they're progressing to is huge in both, you know, compliance and just giving them like hope that eventually they will be out of the office and living the life that they want to live and not having to come to see me, which I know we're talking about entrepreneurship, which might not be the best, the best business model, but it's the, it's the best patient centered model that I could come up with. Well, I would also imagine a lot of what you um, hope to have in your practice is based on referrals, happy, happy patients who refer other people. And uh, hopefully, um, you know, and, and, and as you talked about, a lot of your patients are very active. Uh, there's one thing that comes from being a weekend warrior. The likelihood is there's more injuries down the road. Um, yes, 100%. None of us are getting any younger. And, uh, you know, the injuries happen more frequently and take longer to heal. I can t- tell you from experience. Um, uh, Nick, one of the things uh, that struck me when we met um, was we were talking and, uh, you know, talked a little bit about you uh, having gone into to your new practice. Uh, you're coming up on a two-year anniversary in the spring. Um, one of the things we're all about in Radio Entrepreneurs is, is uh, telling us stories of entrepreneurship. And uh, you sort of looked at me askew a little bit when I said, well, you're a business owner. It was like, well, you're right. I am. I guess I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I am. And so, <laughs> you know, think, uh, think back to um, when you first uh, decided that seed to launch your own business. Uh, um, you're trained as a, as a healthcare provider. Um, did, did you have a foundation in business? Did anybody provide you with any guidance? Was it a leap of faith? Uh, I'm pretty good at what I do. Why don't I just rent a space and open up the doors? T- tell us a, your path uh, in, in developing your business. 
Yeah. So my path kind of into entrepreneurship and, and being a clinic owner and business owner was kind of a, uh, a decision that was almost made for me. Um, the way that it kind of happened was I, you know, I, my options were either to become an associate at one of those kind of rack them and crack them, uh, chiropractor offices. Cause the, the type of clinic that I have doesn't, it it's new. So there's not a lot of providers out there that are able to offer an associateship in the practice model that I want to do. So my whole goal was, all right, well, I can either go work for that person and, and get a paycheck and, and do that. And, you know, the burnout is probably going to be higher. So I was like, well, the decision is kind of made for me to start my own practice, even though that wasn't my intention. I thought that maybe I would want to be an employee. So it, but it just kind of like, you know, looking at the job market, I was like this, what I want for a job doesn't exist. So I want to go create the thing that doesn't exist and be able to provide that for a student coming out of school one day that, you know, they can look and go, wow, there's this whole other sector of chiropractic that I didn't even know existed in school. Um, so can I ask is, is it, is it a field, is it a field that's relatively new or is it something that you've put the pieces together? Or is there thinking in, in chiropractic education that's now geared towards more towards rehabilitation or just, you know, yeah, no, that's fair. It's a good question. So it's um, depending on what school you go to, there's more or less focus on the rehab side of things. Um, the school I went to definitely had more of a, a focus on rehab. Um, they, But to the level of which I take it, it doesn't exist really in school. And it's a much newer field, I'd say probably in the last, you know, five to eight years, the like the rehab Cairo has has come about. Um, there were the, the sports chiros of, of 20 and 15 years ago that, you know, used more like passive modalities like PT. So like ice, heat, stim, that sort of stuff. Um, and then like the, the original chiros, which were just the adjustment. So yeah, I'd say it's a newer kind of sector of the field. Um, and one that, you know, is so new that there's not a lot of opportunities to be an employee in this type of setting. And so that, that was the, uh, the, the kind of drive to become a, a clinic owner. Um, and to answer the question of if there was business, like, you know, exposure in school, there is, um, but not, not necessarily in the way that I practice. It's much more, you know, the traditional, like, you know, you, you show up, you, you see the patient, you bill their insurance and you move on to the next one. Um, there's not really any focus on the other parts of, of owning a business, right? So sales, marketing, communication, that, that sort of stuff. Um, I had to kind of go seek that out elsewhere. So, um, help us, or, or if you would impart upon us, some of the lessons learned that, uh, that you wish somebody would have given you that crystal ball in advance. Some of the things that, uh, what, what, what were some of the bigger challenges that you were not anticipating, uh, that, that turned out to be more difficult than you thought in that process? Well, that's a good, there's so many lessons. Um, <laughs> I'm still learning them, right? Like I'm, I'm only a year and a half in, so it's, it's not, um, I, I wouldn't claim to be like a seasoned veteran of the entrepreneur game. <laughs> um, but you know, I've played it for, for a little bit over a year, but I think the biggest thing that I wish that, I guess what I would answer this question in terms of like what my current self can tell Nick just starting out would be, you know, that things take time. And that they're not going to like what you do today from a marketing sales point or a, a sales standpoint, you might not see for three to six, six months down the road. Um, so just like things don't happen quickly, which I think in our field, the medical field, we're all kind of like type A, like things need to be now. 
Um, and that I needed to be, I needed to learn patience. So I think that's the biggest kind of lesson that I've learned is just be patient and that, you know, just keep doing the little things consistently, even if you're not seeing the benefits of them immediately, that three to six months from now or a year from now, those compounding things that you've done are going to pay off huge in the future. Excellent. Great advice. I mean, I think what you're saying is, you know, have a plan and stick to it and you're not going to get the immediate self, the immediate gratification. I'm also, you know, I I told you you're an entrepreneur. I'm also going to anoint you an innovator in terms of how you've approached the field of chiropractic. So, you know, you can put entrepreneur and innovator on your business cards now too. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. So, so uh, Dr. Nicholas Calandra, owner of Beacon Chiropractic and Performance, if people want to get in touch with you, find out a little bit more about how your practice, how you how you uh, orient yourself towards your patients or want to book an appointment and come on in. What's the best way for people to reach out to you? What's the best way for uh, people to get in touch? Yeah, the best way to reach out is uh, my website, which is just www.beaconchiroperformance.com. Um, my email, which is nickc at beaconchiroperformance.com or um, Instagram is a really good place to find me as well. It's just at beaconchiroperformance. I'm, I'm very active on there. I post all the time. Um, the website's probably the best place to request the appointment. It's right on the, the front page. So if people are interested in learning a little bit more about my take on Cairo or working with me, that um, requesting an appointment through the website would be the best place to uh, to get in contact directly with me. And, and fantastic. I just wanted to spell a notion. People don't necessarily have to see themselves as weekend warriors or athletes to come to you. It's 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 anybody who who's dealing with uh, an injury or a rehab situation or uh, any of those types of things uh, open to all. And hundred um, percent. And, and I and I guess just one other question. I know this is a general question and you probably have a laundry list, but um, are you seeing trends uh in terms of the types of patients or injuries that you're treating uh things that are more common i would imagine with people using computers uh often and some people using almost exclusively you're seeing a lot of neck and things of that nature but um is there is there a short list of things that you because i know often people will identify with oh he he deals with people with uh, finger issues i've got finger issues or what what have you i'm just using that as an example (laughs) fair no, I think that I, in school, they, te- they tell you that you're going to see mostly neck and back, like that's the chiropractic bread and butter. Um, but I think in my clinical practice, you know, obviously, you know, we met at the ski expo, right? So a lot of ski related injuries, so knees, hips, the low back. Um, and then I've actually seen quite a few shoulder issues, which are shoulders are tricky. They take a long time and they, you know, they're, they're tough. They're easy to irritate and and take a long time to calm down. Um, so I've, I've actually seen quite a few shoulder cases, which was not, um, I was not given the heads up on that at school. So. Excellent. Our, our guest on Radio Entrepreneurs has been Dr. Nicholas Calandra, owner of Beacon Chiropractic and Performance. It's been a real pleasure having you on Radio Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. And we'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.